Welcome to Relationship Psych, the podcast, helping you understand how love turns to anger and even hate. Through the episodes, you will learn how to transform doomed relationships into exciting, intimate, and long-lasting partnerships. I'm your host, Amber Dawson. I'm a psychologist, author, and speaker. A few of my favorite things are my husband, Grapes, and my adorable little dog, Riggs. Now let's learn how to create a soul-crushing love that lasts. Hit subscribe in your podcast app so that simply by listening, you can learn to create a strong relationship. Relationships Psych, the podcast, is not meant to diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure any mental health or relational issue. For treatment, talk to a mental health or relationship professional in your area. Why tears make your partner run away? When you need soothing the most seems to be when your partner turns their back. Understand the mystery about why it is so hard for your partner to stay and give comfort. I'm going to talk about the story of Chantal and Ben. They are a couple that struggled with this all the time. That's how they ended up talking to me. So Chantal grew up in a family of women. No men around. They all lived together in a small house and they talked, they yelled, they cried. They were all very emotional and very close and very supportive. Chantal fell in love with Ben. He had a mother and a sister, and his mother often had big emotions, and with tears rolling down her cheeks, she would yell at him for misbehaving or being inconsiderate. Ben's father tended to avoid these emotional states and would head out for beers with friends or hide away in his study. As you can hear, Ben and Chantel had very different experiences when it came to tears. They had totally different interpretations of what tears meant. Chantel grew up to be comfortable with a huge range in emotions, and she was used to receiving a loving hug or kind words to help her through the lump in her throat and the quivering bottom lip. Ben grew up in a home where tears meant confusion, trying to evade attack and no winning. With these different early experiences about tears, it is no wonder they struggled massively as soon as Chantel started to cry. Ben would roll his eyes and say things like, get yourself under control, or I'm not going to speak until you can be logical. The words logic and control became triggers for Chantel, basically adding fuel to her already raging fire. Her fire would grow so large, it was almost impossible to extinguish. The more he sought for practical speech and calmness, the more she felt disrespected, dismissed, and like she did not even matter. The bigger her emotions got, the more Ben felt scared. He felt on guard. He felt tense. He just wanted peace to be restored, and he had no idea what to do. He saw tears, and it was like a giant red flashing warning sign that said, danger, danger. So he would leave. And at times he would even say things like, do you want a hug? And she would say, no. 
but in her world, feeling small and curling into herself, she just wanted to feel loved and cared about. So even though she protested, she wanted him to come in for that hug anyway. Chantelle did not understand what made Ben leave all the time. All she wanted was for him to wrap her arms around her and say things like, shh, I'm here. We can get through this together. Divided on what to do about tears and emotional support, they really sought some help. And as you can see, they really struggled in this area, except I think what's unique is it's not just them. So many couples struggle in the area of emotions. Here are some of the things we talked about. We discussed the difference in what tears meant to them. And we had to go into their histories and understand the stories that accompanied this. They shared, when I see tears, the story I tell myself is. We talked about how it related to their background history and they came to know each other in a different way. We discussed the fight, flight, freeze response that was activated in Ben when he saw the tears. He didn't just see tears. His mind was saying, danger, danger, danger. His mind didn't know the difference between a tear and basically a bear. He was getting that same shot of adrenaline, cortisol. You know, he was having the blood flow chain from his outer extremities to his main muscle groups and increase in heart rate as if he was in some life-threatening situation. He did not feel safe. And so he engaged, not because he thought about it, but because his body didn't feel safe, he engaged in the flee, the, the flight reaction in response to danger. So because he felt in danger, we had to think about how do we work with Chantal and Ben together to soften some of Chantal's emotions so that Ben could feel safer. Now Chantal, like many women, protest. It's not fair to have to soften their emotions. They don't feel like it's their responsibility to make it safer since most of the time their partner causes the problem. So shouldn't it just be their responsibility to make them feel better? Well, think about it like this. Imagine a puppy, a puppy you love. I have a puppy and I love him. But imagine this puppy if it's showing its teeth and snarling. Do you want to go in and pet it? Probably not. You probably don't even need to think about it because it doesn't look approachable. But if you walk up to its puppy and it rolls over on its back with its legs in the air, you know, maybe it looks approachable and you can give it a pet. So even something we love, we adore, if it doesn't look approachable, we're not gonna go in to try to comfort and soothe it. So we talked about some of the adjustments she could make so she can get more of what she needed and they were willing to compromise. Although she protested a little bit, she was willing to make some changes to see if it actually helped. We talked about using what's called a repair statement and a repair statement is just a little statement to get things on track. And you can find them in my Instagram feed if you head over to at relationship psych. So when she had big emotions and all she wanted for, was a hug, if he asked for a hug, she had to say yes, if she really meant yes. And we practiced some lines she could use that would be less threatening. So things like, I feel hurt about our conversation and I want to be close. Can you stay until I calm down? So these kinds of statements really help them work together and they use them all throughout so that he could stay and handle the emotions and she could get a little bit calmer to soften in a way that he felt safe. Now, certainly there was a lot of trial and error. So why tears make your partner run away is because tears feel scary. While some of us feel comfortable wading through a watery land full of emotion, our partners see that water as frightening and they want to get away from it. So we have to find a way to make it feel safe for us both, safe to share our emotions and safe for 
the other person to come in. They need to know that your emotions are going to be safe and they're not going to be berated, attacked, put down, criticized. Even if you have a complaint that it's going to be done in a nice way. Because for some people, tears mean confusion, attack, misunderstanding, and no winning. And for other people, tears just mean tears. And with our different backgrounds, our different histories, it is so easy for miscommunication and confusion. And so it's all about how do we make it safe to get through big emotions together. Thank you for tuning in to Relationship Psych, the podcast put on by Ember Relationship Psychology. If you're looking for more free relationship help or advice that comes straight from the couple's therapy room, check out the free resources and the blog at www.emberrelationshippsychology.com.